Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Okay, here we go. Here we go, a little uh, Tuesday, Tuesday edition of the Taz Show. What is up, one and all? Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever it is. Good moment. That's the best way to say this. And welcome to the Taz Show. I'm going to come at you for the next two hours here, talking uh, some Monday Night Raw last night. Talk a little Monday Night Football, where the Giants fell to the Detroit Lions. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, you guys can call the show. You know the routine now. I'll give you the phone number in a second. But if you're listening live on the Radio.com app, the new and improved one, Thank you. I believe it's working. Yesterday, I noticed it was working fine. Um, I did not receive a direct message from the people at uh, Radio.com because they don't follow me. I just realized that on uh, Twitter. So that was a little annoying, but things do annoy me. Uh, So uh, maybe as my fan base, you could kind of tell them one of your top shows is, uh, you know, maybe you should follow one of your top shows. Just saying Radio.com. Anyway, good app. I like it. It's updated. It's fixed, I believe. You can listen live on there, no problem. At the end of the day, in long and short, thank you for listening live on the Radio.com app. Maybe you're listening live at TazShow.com. I appreciate that. Maybe you're watching live there. Or maybe you are uh, going to watch live on Facebook Live later on in this episode. Speaking of this episode, we will have Mike Johnson will be on the show via phone uh, from PW Insider with the PW Insider Report. So Mike will be on. Um... And also, uh, you could call the show, like I said. So let me give you that phone number. The number is 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. You could also call and give your, uh, your uh, what do you call it, your uh, uh, off the hooks. If we're going tailgate food, tailgate grub. Myself uh, and the team yesterday in the gimmick clubhouse uh, gave all of our, um, you know, Grub, uh, tailgate grub off the hooks. Uh, I thought they were all pretty good, to be honest with you. And um, so maybe some of you people want to call in and give those. That's your prerogative. That's your choice, whatever you want to do. Uh, let me say hello to one of the producers of the Taz Show. He is the audio producer. He is the biz dev guy. Uh, they call him Lumberjack. Some just call him Dennis or D. Jones. And there he is, Dennis Jones. Welcome to the Taz Show. Uh, yes. Good moment, sir. How are you? Yeah. Eh, bad to middle. Um, in the words of Tony Chimmel, fair to Midland. They don't hack like other people hack. Now, Dennis, you might think that I'm going to rail you and attack you for your Giants losing. And I know you're expecting that because you think I'm a punk. But that's not my style. Um, I will say in this episode some derogatory things towards you and make you feel bad about the Giants losing. But I will not rub it in your face. That's not my style. Okay? Well... Good for you, because I already feel bad about them losing. So you'll just be continuing the trend. You said you feel bad about them losing. I don't feel. I feel bad is not the right word. Uh, I'm disappointed. I'm like. A, I'm like a parent. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. 
How do you think the New York Jet fans feel that you call their team a JV team? How, I, how do you think that feels? I stand by that. Wow. Big ball Jones. There he is. I'm not saying I'm not saying that the Giants are much better because clearly they're not, but <laughs> there is a large discrepancy between the Jets and the Giants. I disagree with that too. Um they both suck, let's be frank. Uh, so don't. far, yes. And my bills aren't far off. So I'm just well, letting you know. They got <laughs> one more win than the rest than the Giants and Jets combined, so you got that going for you. You damn right. We were one and oh week one. First place in the AFC East. We had it. Right there we had it. I ran with it. I wore that Bills hat every freaking day. Oh uh, yeah. All right, gotta talk raw. Gotta talk wrestling, Taz. We want to hear you talk wrestling. We don't care about you talking football. We don't care about your producers. We want to hear wrestling talk. That's what you know. You're an expert. Talk wrestling. So I will. I will talk about Raw. I will talk about Raw, and I will get full throttle into Raw. And I thought it was interesting uh, on Raw, some of the things they did and didn't do. Uh, There were some people that were not in attendance at Raw, and I thought that was interesting. Um, And we know that they were in... I think it was China. We discussed this yesterday, and I don't know if there's any reports online. I didn't look, but maybe there's some reports that some people, maybe some people had flight problems or something. I don't know. Um, All I know is you have a go-home show to no mercy. You have to have some of your top-tier talent in the building. It's somehow, some way, you got to make it work. Look, I've lived travel horrors. Don't get me wrong. I know. I know how that is. I've, I've been through it as a wrestler, as a commentator. I know that. And shit does happen, but I'm just saying, uh, there were you know you, you got to have people in the building. You know, to me, in my opinion, um, the, the 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 let's just jump ahead. Okay, John Cena was not there, but Roman Reigns was. Okay, and and the I I did like the Roman Reigns promo where he went back to 2011, 2012, or whatever it was, and he called John Cena a hypocrite. I like that. Okay, I thought it was good. I thought it's it's a good feel for um you know for Roman Reigns to kind of get his comeuppance and get a receipt verbally because he can't hang with Cena in the in the ring on a mic. Uh that's obvious. Um but I at first when they just showed the long package of Cena and Reigns, I got I'm like I got a little worked. I'm like, oh she's neither of these guys are there, you know. But then Roman Reigns showed up and they showed that old package. Uh, with the about the rock that Roman, I'm sorry, that uh, John Cena cut, I guess going to WrestleMania. And there was a nice touch at the end of the promo by Roman Reigns for them to have them do that, him to do kind of mimic what John did several years back, flipping the mic and saying, "See you Sunday." I thought that was cool. I mean, it either makes you hate Roman Reigns more or makes you like, "Ah, right, this guy's kind of cool." You know, I I think Roman Reigns, uh, his character was built even more last night. I I enjoyed it. I'd never been down on the guy. I've always liked the guy. I think his promo work definitely does need some spice to it. He needs to work on that. Or it just sometimes some guys just don't get it. Meaning that not that he's not smart enough to get it because he is. Some guys just don't get that, don't have or don't or aren't able to have that gift of gab or be able to go on the mic and, and, and chop it up and shit. You know, so that just happens. You know, some guys just aren't great at it. It happens. And I think Randy Roman Reigns is that guy. But last night. It seemed like they let him be a little bit unfiltered and let him be himself, and I like it. Um, you know, he's, he's cursing a little bit. I think WWE as a whole, we're hearing the word bitch a lot. We're hearing the word bastard. We're hearing a her, you ain't shit, whatever it was, a beep. We're hearing some cursing. 
Uh, we're going TV 14 Jones, I guess, on this deal. So we're getting we're getting a little bit more, maybe not so parental friend, uh, kid friendly, whatever you want to call it. Um, cursing more, and and you know what? I think it's fine, especially if you're doing it past like let's say the 10 p.m. hour. I don't remember what time this was, but um, but they are getting a little bit more, uh, 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 you know, not not over the top hard. We've seen them worse. I've worked at was worse. I've worked there during, you know. Uh, Doing stuff where, where where it was like bra and panty matches and girls half naked and people cursing left and right and where it was that that beyond attitude era type thing you know so this is this pales in comparison to that but you know it's a successful publicly traded company that does a lot of uh, great charity work and does a lot of great stuff so you know I think I think that they're sensitive to the fact of being careful getting too or uh, you know much towards rated R as opposed to PG thirteen so I think that's something they need to keep an eye on uh, but. It, you know, I think for the hardcore fan, um, they dig it. Or maybe some casual fans that want something a little bit more, you know, risque, where a guy's going to go out there and talk for real and spitball out there and, and curse at times. It happens. Shit happens, as they say. So um, I uh, I don't, you know, for me, I, I, I like I said, I like that Roman Reigns went back and cut that and, and pointed out that John's a hypocrite and, and all that stuff. They had to do something because John's not there. So that in itself makes it very difficult. So you're going to give, obviously, Roman Reigns the last word because John's not there to give a word. So uh, I, I, I think that's, you know, I think that works. Now, Dennis, did you get a chance to see much? Are you watching the game or what were you at, what were you at the Yankee game or something? What, what were you doing? I was at the Yankee game yesterday, so neither the Giants nor Raw was. I'll, I'll wow. go back and watch Raw today. Wow. wow. Oh, that's good. Yeah, go. And after you watch Raw today, watch uh, Super Bowl, I don't know, 17. I'll go with like 42. Okay, you just, just watch something old. Yeah. Uh, why? why it, no, no, actually, I'm not going to ask a question. But I will make a statement. It must be nice to just work full time on a show and just not, you and Ant just run around and you just, the sports guys. We could just go to pro baseball games, pro football games. Well, hang out at the bar with our friends and drink and get shit-faced and hoot and howl like we're in college. We can do all this while the man running the game, me, the guy we're barnacling on, me, does all the prep. Okay, got it. Okay. I want to make sure I understand the way this works. No problem. We love when you interact with Dennis. It's not nice that the captain's not on the show. <laughs> Buy a hat. Only one producer. Actually, two. Prep properly for the show. One was Seth. That's right. And the other was Purple. That's how this works. But it's okay. I digress. Back to talking about Raw. So, I don't know. I I think that it would have been a nicer, situ a better situation if Cena's in the building. I do think you need him there. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure he just probably couldn't get there. Um, he would have been there if he could. I'm sure it was a travel thing or whoever booked, like, or, you know, conflict booked him or whatever. Uh, he wasn't there. You know, he now he wasn't the only one that didn't show up in a segment that, you know, he, he, he wasn't the only one. I mean, we, we saw later on, like, Lesnar wasn't there. Uh, but Strowman was there. Um, uh, even beyond that, uh, uh, I, I should say, previously before that, I think it was Emma. 
in an earlier match, she, she didn't come out. I don't know if she was there or not. I don't think I saw her in there live, but I saw they did Bliss versus uh, uh, Nia Jax. Uh, and Sasha, Bailey, and Alexa, they bump out Nia. It was kind of like a no finish to the match and all this stuff, and it was weird. And Sasha and Bailey kind of weren't friends with Alexa, obviously, and they're kind of doing this cool little story, which is kind of cool, where Alexa's got no friends and she's the heel champ. And I, I kind of like it. I think it's pretty cool. But Emma's in this match on Sunday, I believe. Isn't that right, Dennis? Isn't, isn't it like all these girls? It was a four-way. It is now a five-way. So Emma is in the match, and they added Bailey. Oh, Bailey got it. Right, 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 right. San Jose girl. Right. She's from San Jose, and that's where Raw was. Big pop. Got it. Um, so back to uh, the Roman Reigns um, promo. Love this promo. I thought it was good. I thought it was real. I think they probably just wrote, like, bullet points for him in this thing. Um, it felt organic. It felt right. His delivery was right. Uh, he gets the proper uh, feel now. He gets that mixed reaction, that cliche. Yeah, a mixed reaction. He gets that. Um, which is good. But there are some people on the show that are getting no reaction, which is not good. And they're pushing this one guy really hard, and it's just not working. Um, they have to shift gears on Jason Jordan. So, And I'm shifting gears, talking about uh, Roman Reigns and uh, Cena for a second. Jason Jordan, look at, uh, you know, last night, uh, having Miz start the show was a nice touch, okay? And, and um, Angle and Miz got into it a little bit verbally, and Miz was kind of hitting a nerve in character about you're, you're a bad father and it's all nepotism with your kid getting the push and yada, yada, yada and all this kind of stuff, meaning Jason Jordan. And then Jason Jordan comes out hot and just him coming down the aisle looking mad the way, like, he just doesn't, look, he doesn't come off as intimidating to me. I'm just being honest. Like, he just doesn't seem intimidating. The guy is legit. The guy's a tough son of a bitch. I know that. The guy's got a great credibility as an amateur wrestler, which I respect. His in-ring work as a wrestler, I like his in-ring work. Um, there's just something. The, the character needs some help. He's Him playing that a, a tough guy, badass, doesn't doesn't feel right. You know, I, he, he's a good-looking guy. That's the first thing. Right out of the box. He's a good-looking guy. He's got great features, his face, his eyes, everything. He's a good-looking guy. So sometimes with good-looking guys, it's tough for them to act tough or to look tough, even though they are tough. You know what I mean? So it's not me saying the guy's not tough. Don't take me out of context, please. What I'm saying is he's tough as shit. I know that. But him portraying a guy who is tough doesn't work. That's what I'm saying. Have him. Look, I went into a lot of different type of booking concepts, what I would do with Jason Jordan. The way they use him is not the way I would use him one bit. It don't work. And I'm not the only one who feels it doesn't work. Listen to the audience. Every building you guys go to, he's getting no reaction. Let's be frank. He is not getting a reaction. That play, The way WWE, you're pushing this kid, when he comes out, the situations you guys have him coming out in, okay, you guys are great. The situations are great you have him in. Really, I'm talking directly to you people, WWE. The situations are great you have him in. They really are. You have you are building the pop for him, the, the, the crescendo to the story, and for him to come out and his music hit or him just to walk out or run in or whatever is perfect. Problem is, his character and his style and his look doesn't fit it, and it's not working. Stop doing it. <laughs> you have the right uh, agenda, WWE. 
and so does Jason Jordan. It's just it, it's square peg round hole. It, it, that's what this is. He either has to be, okay, he either has to be a uh, a real douche heel that's just so damn athletic, so damn good looking, so swami, so cocky uh, that he'll be hated and entitled. He should be entitled instead of mad that they're saying stuff to his dad. It's not right when they're saying this to you and it makes me so mad. Oh, stop it. This is ridiculous. This guy's a tough son of a bitch. He don't look it. Let him be a swami asshole heel. That's like, and it can be all mad they want. Don't matter to me. I'm the man. I got gold. I got I got gold running through my blood. You're damn right. I got a, I got a, I got a uh, uh, I got credibility. I got athleticism. I got looks. I got all. I got girls. I got everything. That should be him. Look at my body. Look at my physique. It's a simple thing. He should be a douchebag heel. That's tough as hell in the ring. That's tough to beat. That's athletic as hell. Not a white meat baby face. Oh, no. that's not right. I get so mad when they say stuff to you, Dad. Now, I'm not making fun of Jason Jordan. I'm making fun of the character that WWE's making Jason Jordan be. It's not smart. It doesn't work. Stop. Stop. Already, stop. Comments that will not get me in the Hall of Fame and comments that you will not hear on Dancing on the Table. That's how this goes. Dennis, calm me down, please. Say something. Make me laugh. Act like Seth. Do something. Well, I thought you were very passionate there, and that was very good, but I'm here to calm you down. So do your needles and pins, please. Please be careful. Mr. Pimento's watching. How about the new app? You can hear us crystal clear on (laughs) radio.com. Actually, it is. We're getting reports. No, yeah. I'm getting. You're getting them too, right? That's the truth, actually. I don't lie all yeah, the time. Yeah. yeah. I think Radio.com used to follow me, dude. I think they just stopped. Well, <laughs> it's that bad. I was uh, I was laughing yesterday because the fans were rightfully so upset that they couldn't hear the show, so they made sure to tag Radio.com. And then when I'm doing the post show, I'm just scrolling through the Twitter. And Radio.com answered every fan <laughs> individually. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were like, sorry. And they, and it wasn't just a canned answer. They like, I mean, it, it was the same. The idea was the same, but, it, you know, they changed. It was like, hey, sorry for the inconvenience. We'll have it working shortly. Hey, look, oh, really, really apologize. We're going to have it up and running soon. <laughs> I was like, oh, good for that's, you guys. Hey, dude, that's probably why they followed it. Probably yeah, like, this yeah, they were like, all right, who started it. this? They Click. Are. These people are pain in the ants for this Taz show. I was cracking up. Pissed. Unfollow. Let's unfollow this guy. Yeah, yeah. No. Well. Anyway, the app's working good. They don't follow me. Uh, it would be a shame if my audience let them know that. By the way, <laughs> I wouldn't want that. Pat. Hint, hint. That's <laughs> you're leading the audience. <laughs> How good was I yesterday? <laughs> Breaking down the boxing match. It was riveting. Dude, he was good breaking down boxing. No, I, not- I've always said. He, he knows, knows his boxing. stuff. I'll give him that. He knows boxing, and he uh, he's such a ham. I don't know who's a bigger ham, him or Mike Johnson, or you. Um, that's a triple actually, threat. That's a great triple threat because what that is is three guys who've never taken a boink or bump, who've never been in the gym except for Seth. Hey, wait a minute. I work out. I do the Jack LaLanne exercises. Um, <laughs> he's got the two-and-a-half-pound weights. 
Seth jumping rope during the break. <laughs> like Roberto Duran. No mas! <laughs> <laughs> no, but three guys that are jobbers um, that love to be on camera and hear themselves and see themselves. Seth, Mike Johnson, and uh, and you, Dennis. So that's great. Unlike Anthony, who I'll bring in real quick, Andy, uh, video producer. And you, sir, are a pro. I appreciate that, sir. I just try to take after uh, your so lead. So anyway, um, what else we got? So I was talking about Jason Jordan. I had to kind of veer off because I was losing my patience a little bit. Why I look, I, I, I'm Mid-Sense. passionate about it because, you know, I'm, I'm a wrestling fan just like you guys. And I like when things are done right. Not everything's going to be done right. And trust me, I've talked about this, and you guys know this. You, you smart fans get it. When WWE drops the ball creatively on something or someone, they don't mean to. They they want things to be great. They, their goal is for every segment, the writers, from Vince McMahon down, everybody, they want every segment to be perfect. They do. They do. And they work very hard at this. So I, I, I've said this a long time ago here on my show, and I want to say it again. And I tip my cap to all those men and women that work that hard in that company because they really do. And at the top of that that list is Vince McMahon. Um, but you got to pay attention, all you people. I don't care. you got to pay attention. I mean, the fans, uh, not the fans, I mean, the WWE front office and the writers. Look and listen to what's going on there with this guy. You're missing the boat on Jordan. There's something there for sure, but Jiminy Crickets. It sounds like crickets when he comes out. I mean, really. It's because you have him in the wrong lane. I explained it. Free consulting Jones. I broke it down for you. I'm telling you. Could you imagine, fans, if this guy was, Jason Jordan was this entitled, smart-ass, kind of like, look, they're trying to build him like he's a rookie, which he's not. So they're, they're, that's one thing they're doing wrong. Another thing they're doing wrong, I mean, where that kind of, it, it, it makes the audience like, dude, don't work us like we're stupid here. We know the guy's not a rookie. You know, so that's that's the first thing you did wrong. <clears throat> Make him like he's some new kid <clears throat> so that just that's just breaking the business and and. He's running around, happy Jack Jones. You know, big baby face, ha, 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 yeah, my dad. You know, and and now I like the route you're going with the, the locker room. It's like, hey, this is nepotism. Hey, this is bullshit. Hey, you know, pay your dues or whatever, or whatever they're saying, you know, because you, your dad's Kurt Angle in character. I like that. But then go the other route with Jason Jordan where he's just like entitled, man, where he's just like a lot of this day and age youth. Where it's like, whatever. So what? Yeah, that's right. He's my dad. I got gold in my veins, and I'm I'm badass in the ring. And you can't you can't keep up with me, and you can't you can't go to a bar and and be draped with three four girls around me. You can't you know it, it, you 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 go that route. He's a good looking guy. Promote and sell. He's good looking. He's talented in the ring. Promote and sell how talented he is, and let him do that. It's this is not. I'm not reinventing the wheel here, guys. This is not like, um, you know. Taz is a genius, and this is new a new way to promote a heel or book a heel. Trust me, this is not like, yeah, you know, I'm not. I, I'm just saying you're, you're going the wrong way here with this with this guy. It's just really obvious. I, I still, you know, I know it's too late now, but they should have went that route. I think with Emma because Emma would have meant so much more right now. And I like it. Look, it's obvious they want to do something with Emma. They wouldn't be putting her in this match on Sunday if they didn't want to do something with her. They want her to, so they like something about her. I like a lot about her. I think she's excellent. I do. I like Emma. I remember when I first saw her on NXT a while back, when she was, she might have been on both, and then she was wrestling NXT. Early Taz show here, I kind of ripped her a little bit for her work a little bit, and I don't normally do that, and she fixed herself, 
she fixed her her body language in the ring and and everything about her changed. She was very green and, and she's rapidly got better. I, I'm a fan of Emma, okay? Um, but I call it like I see. It. That's just that's what I get paid to do out here. That's just that's my job. So so you know, um, and if that pisses some people off uh, in certain companies, so be it. Be pissed off. I mean, whatever. Uh, that's I, I got to do the best show I can. I have no agenda here. I'm not trying to curry favor with no one. I'm just calling the shit like I see it. So, but I'm telling you right now, Emma, I, I think would have been the great fit with Jason Jordan. That would have been cool. Plus, it would have pissed off Kurt Angle, which would have been great. Uh, that was the story, and they had it right there. It was good. It was good to build good intrigue. You're getting Kurt to give the rub, not just to Jason Jordan, but to Emma. And then Emma and Jason Jordan build together, and it's just uh, – I know they do the power couple things. They did it with Miz and Maurice. They did it with uh, um, uh, Maria. Uh, you know, but they could have went a different route with it. Now you didn't do the Emma stuff. That's fine. So they go the route – you could have done this a couple weeks ago, but this kid, Jason Jordan – is a heel. He's a douche. They're going a different route, guys. They're going the route. If you haven't noticed, he has a short temper. He's got a bad temper. He's got a temper problem. Come on, stop, stop. That's that. This guy can do. There's so much more depth to this guy, Jason Jordan. You can go with as a heel with this guy. Not that he's a baby face with a bad temper. He's going to come off like a like a crybaby. He's going to come off like, ah, oh, don't be fun of me because of my dad. I'm I'm getting angry, and that's not right, and now I'm mad at you. I'm mad. That's what this is going to feel like. And I'm not making fun of Jordan. I'm not. I'm just saying I'm making fun of the creative. It's not, it's not smart. It's not. It's not. It doesn't work. It's not good. It's not. And if any of you people <clears throat> out there think it's good, call me and tell me. Call me on the show. 866-475-2948. Call me and tell me, or tweet me, or later on a Facebook Live, tell me how good this Jason Jordan thing is, if you think it is, because you don't. And I hate to think for all you guys, but I am. <laughs> I don't think, I think most of you people don't. Now, you might like Jason Jordan and be a fan of him for the rest of years, and that's cool. You should be. He's excellent. No problem. But there's a lot more in this day and age to someone just being a really good wrestler in the ring. You kiss kids. It's got to be a lot more. Got to be a lot more than that. It just has to be. Trust me. Has to be. <clears throat> Man. Spitting it out here. You know? Just spitting it out. It's tough for me. I sit and I watch Raw and I think things and I, I want to explode. I want to say them while Raw's on. I'm just talking to myself. You know? And that happens. I got I, I to gotta come out here and let it out. You know? Uh, all right. I'm going to go to break here. Okay? On the other side of break, we're going to take some calls. But also, I'm going to keep talking about Raw. What I want to say about Raw and I want to say about wrestling in general, especially in WWE, when there's certain opportunities that you get a chance to be the guy in that particular show, well, you better seize that opportunity for whatever reason. Someone's injured. Someone couldn't make it in. So you now got to step up. Well, I think we saw that last night. Who really stepped up. And I'll talk about who that is on the other side of break. That's you. We are back here live on the Taz Show, and we are live on the Radio.com app. It's working great. We are also uh, streaming live at TazShow.com. I am also, I'm going to say hello right there, I am uh, live on my Instagram, 
live Instagram video Jones right now, too. I'm kind of multitasking Jones here. We're doing it all here on Natasha. Let's have a roll. Uh, I'm not going to stay on the Instagram that long. we got a lot going on. Very busy. But first, I want to tell you the support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that the home plays a big role in your life and your family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And it's very simple. We've heard a lot of, uh, not a lot, we've heard some people call the Taz Show, I should say, and that have already jumped into the Rocket Mortgage game here. And, uh, and and are getting a home, their first home, thanks to Rocket Mortgage and their easy, simple process, so you have no stress to deal with it. So, uh, so the deal is this, man. Like I said, it's simple. So Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently, and to get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash as Equal housing lending. Licensed in all 50 states. And MLS. Consumeraccess.org 3030. That is Rocket Mortgage, yes. I had like a little uh, birdie in my throat there. So um, I got a lot going on here, Dennis. I'm, uh, I'm streaming all over the place. It's like I'm Stream Jones. I- I'm-, I'm streaming every place you could imagine. I saw you pop up on uh, on Instagram. I was curious. Yes, I know. It's uh, it's kind of like you- you- we got it all going on here. I got it all. I got the, you know, I-, I can't read. If I start reading comments from the IG on the Instagram, it's tough to do that right now. Uh, I'm blocking that screen, but then this screen, I got cameras everywhere. I got all sorts of stuff going on. Rage Cave Studios, multitasking, high tech, all sorts of shit going on in here right now. So back to talking about Raw. So what I was telling uh, telling people here, um, going to break, sometimes you got to seize the moment, not just as a pro wrestler, but as an athlete. You know, and anybody who's played sports, let's say a, even at even as as low as the high school level, you know, any male or female. Uh, knows that competitiveness of that, or maybe a musician or an actor, you know, um, where someone is ahead of you at something, but now, unfortunately, maybe they roll an ankle or get injured, or or uh, you're a singer and the girl that's the better singer ahead of you is uh, she gets a sore throat. I don't know. Maybe that's a horrible example, but you get my joke. So, um, or maybe somebody can't make it to the show. Now, you get a chance to be Top Dog Jones. That's what happened last night. Uh, Miz had an opportunity to step up, start the show off, get a big uh, pump on the show, and he took advantage of that. Uh, I think a lot had to do that that Brock wasn't in the building, that Cena wasn't in the building. Unfortunately, those guys weren't there, and this is the go-home to No Mercy. So Miz had an opportunity to step up, and he did. Uh, so I, I think uh, good job to Miz and WWE for giving him that chance. Jason Jordan got a lot of TV time, too, and and I think he stepped up from a physical perspective. And his promo work, by the way, I, I, I railed about um, Jason Jordan in the first segment. I'm not burying his promo or nothing like that. I'm not. I'm talking about the, the the character he's portraying. That's what I'm burying. I'm not a fan of that. I don't think that works for who who he seems like he is. You know, that's what I'm saying. So don't don't you know un, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. You know, uh, let me go to the first call of the day here. We're going now down to Kentucky. <laughs> Jeff, uh, what do you say there, Haas? You're on the Taz show. Good moment, Taz, and uh, Neckbeard Jones. Yes. Uh, <laughs> first time, long time. Oh, that Patel Yambay shot right there. All right, go there. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so I was on Facebook Live a couple of weeks ago, and so I'd like to publicly apologize to you. We were talking about something and messing around on there, uh, a couple of the other guys, and I said that your wrist was a work, and you got pretty upset. And oh. I just, it was in poor taste, and we were I, – I just – I want to I apologize. So I, I didn't, hey, I Jeff, didn't mean listen. it like that at all. 
Jeff, apology accepted. No problem. Yes, you, you, the, you know, it. <laughs> I wish it was, it was not, a word. <laughs> but no, no, no. Listen, dude, dude. Apology accepted. It's no problem. I, I appreciate okay. you saying that. I, okay. All right. And then I want to talk about Jason Jordan because I kind of disagree with you a little bit. I think okay. um, when I was I was listening, but you said to listen to the announcer. So I was listening to Booker T, and he did he did mention something about the temper, and, and Booker said, uh, you know, that temper is really going to get him in trouble. And you know, and then he went back there, and he was kind of you know, Jason was kind of freaking out with Kurt. And uh, I think at some point here that they're actually going to trend him heel, where he's going to get a little more confident about it, and he's, you know, he's going to snap. And you know, uh, Happy Jack and uh, Madoff alike, he's going to go after every time. Basically, they, you know, they, you know, they talk about him like, "Hey, Kurt didn't put me in this match." You know what I mean? Maybe something right. like that. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. And good use of uh, morphology there. Good job. Uh, no, 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 dude. Listen, Jeff. I, you, no doubt that they could go that route for sure, where. He's losing his temper. He's got the temper, and then that turns him into a heel. And 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 you could see there was a little tension. To your point, and I noticed it also with Kurt backstage and his son in quotations, right? So yeah, I get that. I don't disagree with that. What I'm saying is, I think that it's kind of like now they're doing some makeup work, in my opinion. I think that look, wrestling fans, uh, as we know, Jeff, all of us, you know, we, uh-huh. we 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 only we only remember the current. We yeah, we remember the past, but. As you move on, we have, you know, it's, it's entertainment, right? So you, at times you're not going to hold a grudge for the company. Let's say they do what I'm saying or go a, a different route of Jason Jordan as a heel. <clears throat> and and we're four months down the road <clears throat> and uh, from now, and Jason Jordan's the top heel. And he's doing great as an entitled, uh, smart-ass <clears throat> heel. And Kurt, his dad, hates him, all this stuff. We're going to love him. We're going to love We're gonna love Jason Jordan. And oh, we're yeah. not going to say, oh, but remember that time? Remember that time they made him like a, <clears throat> you know, uh, a kid who was a bitchy baby face and all that stuff. We're not going to say that. So we forget, which is good. That's okay. We should forget. Yeah. But and, I believe friend. in this. Now, hold on, Jeff. I believe in the first impressions and second impressions last. So that's the only problem with this. I don't want to contradict myself. What I'm saying is I think they had an opportunity with this story, with this guy weeks ago, a couple of times now, to turn him heel, not an explosive out of nowhere heel, but to turn him heel, I think mm-hmm. going the route, in my opinion, and, and and Jeff, I appreciate you calling. Thank you for the call and your and your apology. No no problem. I do think that uh, y- you get to a point where you know y- you got people's attention on him a few weeks ago, and now he's getting no reaction. So you hope that people don't hold that grudge, <laughs> and you hope that I'm right when I say, well, four months from now, if they're pushing him as a top heel. You know, nobody's going to be upset over this, and everything's going to be fine, and yada yada yada. Which it, it, you know, it, it it probably will be. But I do believe in first impressions, big time. Um, definitely, Dennis. From a fan perspective, what's your opinion on this whole topic? Uh, Jason Jordan doesn't. It nothing's clicking for me. I think turning him heel. Everything you've said in the past month about how like. You go with like the cocky, arrogant, like oh my dad's Kurt Angle, and and play that up. I think that's I think it's a phenomenal idea. They need to run with this, and like you said, he's getting crickets. I mean, I didn't see last night, but every time he comes out, he it, like it. It just it's bland. It's almost I don't want to say this insultingly, but like it's got a cruiserweight feel to it, where it's like he's working his ass off, but the reaction isn't there. So you got to do something to change it up. Right. Thanks for must be an echo in the rage cave, but it is a cave. But no, I, uh, one thing you said that was original thought was when you said, 
about the cruiserweights. And I don't disagree with you. I actually do agree with you. Um, but anyway, but the point I was trying to get at with this, this second segment here was talking about was um, the fact of seizing the opportunity and grabbing a hold of the opportunity. And that's what I think The Miz did last night. Jason Jordan did to a degree also. Um, definitely. Um, I think they got to be careful with, uh, you know, all the suplexes. I think you got to show more depth to this guy, only because you got a guy called Brock Lesnar that's your universal champ, and you've been marketing and promoting for the longest time this this suplex city words. Uh, so you got to be careful. <laughs> you know, I'm just telling you, like, I don't think that's too smart either. Uh, but, you know, the guy is super athletic, Jason Jordan. There's a lot of things he could do in addition to a couple of suplexes. I think having him be uh, suplex crazy, I think, is a little too much. Uh, well, you're right, you were the suplex, you were the human suplex machine. That's right, uh, some bitches. I was the OG uh, human suplex machine. You're damn right. Uh, but, but you know, Brock's the guy. Brock's the universal champ. Brock's the guy you're pushing. Brock's the guy with the title. Brock's the guy who's the former UFC champ. Brock's the most legit some bitch in that company. And Brock's the guy. So you should not be doing a bunch of suplexes to somebody else. Um uh, should, I don't think so. I think it's okay to have him suplexing. I just think that his whole comeback suplexes and he gets mad at someone. As a, it's just it's a little bit of a conflict of interest, a little bit of, you know, too much, you know, because of Lesnar. If Lesnar wasn't there, okay, fine, no problem. You know, I mean, it's fine. You, you know, that's why people talk about like ECW. Like what people loved ECW and, and all this stuff. Well, one, one of the things that was so cool about ECW was it was, and I've talked about this several times, and I'm not the only one. Some of the former ECW alumni have talked about this. Um, you know, what Paul did so well uh, leading that ship was, you know, there was a potpourri of different types of characters and, and, and men and women that made ECW. And uh, we didn't really go in each other's lanes that much. And, and that was by design, you know, and, I, I think that comes from being creative at top and, and how matches are put together and all that stuff. And we all had our own lane that we were in for the most part, especially guys that were pushed. We did. And there was a, a certain level of respect for each other, and, and we made sure we stayed in that lane and stayed true to that lane. And that's important. I think that's a big reason why a lot of people liked what the brand stood for back in the day. So, uh, yeah. That's just how I always thought about that in regards to uh, ECW and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Travis in uh, Alabama. You are on the Taz Show. What do you say, Haas? Hey, Taz. Good moment. Good moment. First one to say. First time, long time. Oh, look at you. First time, long time. Gambag Shot City. Thank you. Thank you. What's going on? All right. Well. Stop, 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 stop. You have to lower your computer, sir, so we can talk to each other. Uh, my phone might be feeding back. Hang on just a second. Okay, take your time. Okay, you're good. Go, talk. Yes, thank you for the Naomi music. All right. Okay. Been a fan for a long time. Uh, want to say thank you for the platform, giving us a chance to ask somebody who's actually been in there some questions. Thank you, buddy. And... So last night, I'm watching the, the final segment of Raw, you know, Miz in the nice three-piece suit getting thrown across the ring. And yeah. I noticed something, and I've noticed this from time to time. When he hits the mat after Jason Jordan gives him a throw, it's like the flattest. He doesn't bounce. He doesn't skid across the mat. It is a straight, flat boink. <laughs> and so, You're talking about Miz, right? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, 
so I was wondering, you know, does it hurt more when, because it took, looked like it took him a second to get up. Does it hurt more when you hit like that, not to pull back the curtain too much, but, you know, is there a preferred way of doing that? Because that looked painful, man. Okay, tricky question for me. So, um, so you're right. I, you know, it's a pull back the question, pull back the curtain type deal. Um, and and I appreciate the question, Travis, and I appreciate you calling too. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Um, and thanks for being the first time, long time here on the Taz Show. I'll answer the best I can. Um, look, bumping, or as you fans call in markology, boinking, uh, bumping is a you know it's a tricky thing. Um, when you watch wrestling, no matter what who you watch, pro wrestling. Men and women do it nonstop, so they make it look easy. And it's one of the toughest things to learn is how to fall the right way or take, as some call, a flat back. Um, for me, personally, it was one of the easier things to learn because I had a judo background, and uh, a judo player falls when you learn how to take a fall if someone throws you the same way pro wrestlers fall. So for me, it was actually easy to, to learn how to, to take that bump. That's why I think a Ronda Rousey, it'll be much easier for her. Because one of the toughest things for most people that learn to be pro wrestlers to do is to take a proper bump or boink or flat back and do it the right way where obviously you don't injure yourself, it looks the right way, and it doesn't hurt every single time you take it. Uh, so to answer your question now, uh, Travis, the thing is, with a guy like Miz and all the years of his experience and all the years of him falling and taking bumps, you know, uh, it gets to a point after a while where some of them hurt more than others. But after a while, you build up a, a certain wall, a callus in your body and your pain zone where they don't phase you after after a while. They just don't. <laughs> it just it just you just do it to do it. And the ones that bother you the most, to be honest, are the rapido ones, the schnell rapid fire. Bump, 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 bump. Those that are like five, six in a row or four in a row, like feeding someone they come back, those suck. Okay, so because you, you don't get a chance to recover. Those really suck. And you see that a lot too, but it's part of the game. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't. I, I, that's the best I can answer your question. I, I didn't answer it fully because I don't want to, uh, you know, pull back too much on the deal here. And, and, and they're all, it, look, I've always said it, like, what, what, what pro wrestlers do, what our community does as athletes and performers, um, it, there is a trick to it, a little trick. But at the end of the day, most of what you see is what you see. You know, there's no there's no uh, trick photography or editing or nothing like that. It's 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 pretty much what you see. There's no you know, people know how the ring's constructed. The ring is, is you know it's a, a probably a half inch plywood uh, on a steel structure. And most rings have a spring in the middle. Well, the spring is there, so it's easy for you guys to fall, and it's like a trampoline. Oh yeah, my ass. Okay, <laughs> that's not true. The 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 spring is there for a couple of reasons. Okay, it's it's no particular order. It's there to so the wood don't snap. That's the first ring. So there's some give. It's there so it gives a certain effect <clears throat> of an energy of a sound effect to if you're in the live event and you're in some high school gym watching wrestling. You could feel something and hear something. It's there for that. So, you know, it makes a little bit more of a reverb sound Reverb sound when you hit. And um, uh, But for the most part, it's 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 for the construction of the ring. And maybe helps someone a little bit. I mean, I've bumped in rings that were firm as hell with, with like a tight, rusty spring or no spring. 
Does it hurt a little more? Yes, it does. Uh, I've bumped a lot in my career in boxing rings and trained in boxing rings and had pro wrestling matches in boxing rings. Those absolutely suck to wrestle in. <laughs> the ropes suck. They're loose. The ring's hard as shit. I mean, so, yeah. Uh, uh, but WWE ring, just so you guys know, is one of the more uh, firmer, you know, tougher rings to bump in that I've ever bumped in in my whole career, to be honest with you. I mean, I've never talked about this, but the a WWE ring for me was, and for several guys, it's a tough ring to bump in. Um, it's constructed awesomely. Don't get me wrong. They have, they have a great ring crew. I'm not saying that. It's very safe. I'm not saying it's not safe. I'm saying it's, it's a very big, big ring. It's a 20 by 20 uh, because they've always had so many big guys in the company. I've talked about this back in the day on the show here. So they've always had those massive guys. So they had a, a 20 by 20 ring where a lot of other companies use an 18 by 18. You know, a TNA uses an 18 by 18, Ring of Honor 18 by 18. When ECW was around, it was 18 by 18. Uh, the NWA uh, and WCW was a, a 18 by 18. WWE 20 by 20. I believe one run when I was in New Japan, we had a 20 by 20. Um, but most of the times that was 18. Uh, I never worked for all Japan, but New Japan was 18. So <clears throat> the thing is, the bigger that ring, right? Sometimes the more, the bigger the span of the wood is. Um, it's so it's a little bit of a firmer bump, uh, and the ropes are high as hell, because again, the ring was, at the end of the day, was built, Vince wanted everything big and grandiose, and a big, big ring, because he had so many big, big guys. You had guys like Earthquake and Typhoon, and you got Andre the Giant, you got guys like Hulk Hogan, you had these massive men back in the day that were in that ring on a regular basis. He needed something constructed very hard and firm. That's why a lot of those big some bitches didn't take a ton of bumps, if you watch it. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm just saying, like the, the WWE ring for me. When you know, I knew when I left ECW going there, I'm like, I got to get adjusted to this ring, because I've always mostly worked in an 18 by 18 uh, a cable ring, which is called, as opposed to a rope ring, which is what WWE uses. Okay, there's a big difference um, from ropes to cables. Again, we're getting deep into this. Dennis, am I boring you, other people, with this ring ring stuff or not? I don't know. No, I actually find it interesting. I mean, I knew that the WWE ring was bigger, but if if the eighteen by like eighteen by eighteen to twenty by twenty doesn't sound like a big difference, but I'm sure when you're in there, it makes it makes a world of difference. Big difference, dude. It's big di- all the way around. That two feet makes a big difference. Um, the so okay, the eighteen by eighteen rings. I mean, I never I never been in an eighteen by eighteen rope ring. Maybe a boxing ring was a rope ring where the ropes are actually made of thick rope with tape over it. That's what the WWE uses. Where let's say Ring of Honor, they're using a cable system rope, which most 18 by 18 rings are, with kind of like a rubber thick, like a garden hose, picture that, cut over the cable, the metal, and that's taped. Okay, NWA did this for years. So many wrestling companies use the 18 by 18. Um, When we had the House of Hardcore, the original, the wrestling school that I ran for ECW uh, back in the day, We had an 18 by 18 cable ring. When I had my finishing school uh, on Long Island, I had an 18 by 18 cable ring. I love the 18 by 18 cable rings. By the way, Dennis, you see that video behind me? How's that, bro? You didn't notice that, did you? <laughs> you just noticing that? I just noticed. <laughs> uh, still shot Jones. Thanks. Fat fan Jones. Mad about the Giants. Um, anyway. Uh, and I know you noticed that during the show here, didn't you? I did. I, I was hoping that right after it was the Rays fan with the beard with the two thumbs down. Those are both of Dennis's <laughs> uncles. 
<laughs> anyway, let me finish this ring talk and then we'll go to break um, and keep talking uh, some raw and get to some phone calls. And we'll, oh, actually, no, Mike Johnson's coming up. I, I thought he was coming up in, in an hour. He's coming up in, in a few minutes. But Mike Johnson will be here. Then we'll do the phone calls and, and we'll be on Facebook Live in the next hour. But anyway, the ring, the ring, look, the ring, uh, there's not a lot of tricks to bumping, guys. It's kind of it is what you see. You got to be trained to bump and they're. There are certain things you can do with your body that help take some of the pain away, but it's not as much as you would think. There's no, like, big trick to bump a certain way where it doesn't hurt as much. It, they pretty much hurt. Um, so, But you do build up a callus in your body where it kind of just get used to that, that, that you know, falling, and, and that's called being battle-tested. That's called being rugged, rigid for men and women that are in there doing this as much as stars in Ring of Honor or Impact Wrestling or in Japan or a lot of guys that work independence Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. These guys are working all the time and obviously WWE people. So in NXT, the more you work, the more you build up that battle-tested feel and that ruggedness and that rigidness to your body. On that note, I'm going to go to break. We'll talk raw after we talk to Mike Johnson a little bit more. We'll get to the phone calls. We'll be on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash the Taz Show when we come back. And like I said, Mike Johnson, PW Insider Report via the phone when we come back. Taz Show, sit tight. Okay, we are back live here on the Taz Show. So maybe you are listening live on the radio.com app, which apparently is working excellently. People are very happy. They're running them up in the streets. We're also live on Facebook right now at uh, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Live at TazShow.com. Or maybe you're checking out the podcast or the video on demand of today's broadcast. I appreciate that. We talk a lot of Raw, and uh, we're going to have Mike Johnson on in a second. Uh, first, I want to just follow up on something on, on Twitter. Um, I was talking earlier about rings, about some of the differences because a fan called about how does it feel when someone takes a flat back or whatever. And I was talking a little bit about rings. So if you just join the show now about wrestling rings inside the ring, you know, and what's the difference of construction and cable ropes to, to regular ropes and the size of the difference for the, the companies that they use. So Greg O'Connell uh, at Leprechaun eight. Uh, 1989 says, Taz, what about the TNA triangle ring? Uh, good question. Uh, the thing with that is that's a cable too. Okay. Obviously it's not a square and it's not a circle. It's a six sided ring. And that was a cable constructed ring, which I believe I never wrestled in it. I've been in it. Um, it's a firm of construction. And I think it was firm uh, as far as the ropes and the uh, and the, the mat at the, the the surface, the, the you know, where you where you run and your feet on your bump, because of the fact of uh, the big push for the X division during that era, that those guys needed a firmer rope to do some of their you know high spots off the ropes and and dives and whatnot and and, and have some more firmness on those ropes. Imagine if you're a guy who likes to fly off the ropes, uh, going to a rope that's sagging. Okay, I've wrestled men that have hit ropes or tried to dive off ropes that was sagging, and it's not fun. You have to do your due diligence as the guy catch them to protect them so he doesn't get hurt. I've been in that role with Sabu more than once. Um, believe me, um, sometimes uh, ECW rings, before we really started doing the pay-per-view thing and had our, like owned our own rings, where Paul owned the rings, he was renting rings from some places, and some of the rings, to be frank, absolutely sucked. So, uh, But that's a, another story for another time. All right, we're going to have the PW Insider Report. And uh, we're going to do a countdown right here. We're going to do a three, uh, two, a one. Let's go. And now, the 
PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10 minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. Big Mike Johnson, my man. Uh, look, I want to talk to you. I want to get into right away, because I got a feeling we're going to talk about it for a little while, my friend, before I say hello and hello, um, about the whole Starcade thing. And, and I want to thank you that you gave me that information while I was on the air yesterday live, and you texted me, and you're the man. I appreciate you. I love you for that. Um, and I, I was going to get into this a little while here, but I wanted to wait till you get on the show, talking about Goldust slash Dustin Rhodes yesterday, which we saw on Raw, and uh, with your sources, and, and, and if you feel this is leading towards something with him at Starcade, and uh, because we saw Cody Rhodes text some uh, tweet some stuff, at WWE, at Michael Hayes, and and I'll let you, I don't want to upcut you too much here, but I just want, that's something I'd like to talk to you about. Uh, how about we do that right now, Mike? We can do that. How are you, sir? <laughs> Full throttle, Jones. Very busy. I'm doing great, sir. Good moment. A good moment to you, and uh, happy anniversary. What's what? What? 19 years ago today, you were wrestling Mike Awesome and Masato Tanaka in Chicago for Anarchy Rules. I did the job. So you tell me happy anniversary for I did the job. That was a big emotional moment for you. I know. I'm teasing. I, I didn't you realize that. Goodbye Thank and had a big farewell for ECW. Although you had a couple other appearances, but the you know that was the end of your yeah. your your world title run. That was an awesome moment. I was there. I remember that. It was amazing. Yeah, I had a few other appearances after that because Paul wanted to beat me into the ground. Yes. Um, <laughs> no. Those are those few of the moments. What promoter would? Yeah. Oh that? yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I no. I, I had a. I had a pass. I had a. Do the honors on the way out the door. So I'm 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 ribbing on a square about my comment about Paul, but he did the right thing from business exactly. perspective. Yeah. No, but and that was a great uh, moment. Really for, that was a great moment for your character because you know the, the 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 badass sort of all business shooter Taz breaking down and crying. I to me, I thought that was oh. like a cool moment for you. It was real, dude. I mean, it was. I, I didn't know. I talked. I talked about this like last week. I think here. I didn't know those guys were coming to the stage and Paul and. Uh, I'm wondering how many of those guys did Paul have to beg to come on a stage because they probably all hated me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so come on, just go to the stage, please. Just go to the stage. Just be happy he's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go. Just do it. <laughs> um, it's good for your yeah. yeah, no, yeah. No. It was a great moment. It was a great moment for me. It really was. And I, I thanked all those guys for coming to the stage. I didn't know they were going to I didn't know Paul. I didn't know. And it was very emotional. The tears were real. I was very emotional. I really meant it. It was a, it was a great moment. People should check it out on the network when they get a chance. Uh, not that they need mm -hmm. a plug. All right, so Starcade. Yeah. Uh, November 25th, WWE is going to run a show with the Starcade banner. It is the first time since December of 2000 that that name has been used by a major professional wrestling company. Last time was WCW in Washington, D.C., uh, WWE is running in Greensboro, North Carolina in the, at the convention center. Um, sorry, excuse me, Greensboro Coliseum, the same place where the original Starcades were held. And oh. as a, a nice little uh, note, Charlotte will be challenging Natalia in a steel cage for the SmackDown Women's Championship, just as her father, Ric Flair, challenged Harley Race for the NWA mm. World Championship in a steel cage way back when at Starcade 83. Uh, to add to the old school flavor, the Rock and Roll Express and Ricky Steamboat have all been advertised and, and, and brought in for this show. What's interesting about it is, after 18, 17 years of not using that name, WWE decides to do it Thanksgiving weekend, 
yeah. just a, uh, a few days after Thanksgiving, which is the traditional uh, Starkey home initially. And there's a huge convention slash independent show 20 miles away in Winston-Salem called the Wrestlecade that has run like the last seven years and done a pretty oh. good house. So it's int- just the timing is weird. Because wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Mike. Just so, Mike, just so I know, because I don't know to teach me, educate me. So okay. this Wrestlecade, this convention has been there for seven years. So they were already booked in, it's in Greenville or Greensboro. Where, where's well, the, the, the pay-per-view, the show, the, I mean, Starcade. The, show, the Starcade show is in Greensboro. The Wrestlecade show is in Winston-Salem, which is like a thir- 20, 30 minute drive. Yeah, it's close. I've, I've been, yeah. The, yeah, okay, so got it. So, okay, so WWE went there and booked this Starcade event. Who Directly opposite. That, that, say again? Directly opposite on the same day. Directly opposite the same thing. I'm saying, who booked first, though? Like, who? Oh, the, you know the, Wrestle, the WrestleCade thing, it's not like a, a promotion. They run one show a year. They do a convention with, like, Q&As and signings and a show. They do that once a year. They've done it every year on that Saturday for the last seven years. Oh, wow. And, they've so, got, and, 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 hmm. and there are people who are current WWE producers who are booked to sign at that show that day. Wait, so, like, agents... Let's agent, just say, yeah, whatever, hypothetically, agent. like Dean Malenko is an agent. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, and then he's got, right, right, got, wow. So just, the timing ah. is very weird on this, but um, I, 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 I got to tell you, like, as an, old school, as an old school wrestling fan, as someone who loves the history, I popped huge when the Starcade thing was announced. And they haven't said it's a WWE Network special yet, but I think they'd be, they'd be mad and, and insane if they did not make this a, a network special. I got, Absolutely. I got more emails about that show yesterday than I did about um, Impact announcing or Impact announcing they're going to have a pay-per-view in Canada or Impact changing their name yet again. Any of that, any of that madness. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What's their name now, Impact? <laughs> they're back to Impact Wrestling. The GFW name has disappeared. Oh. Uh, God, I, I'm trying to keep up. I mean, it's like... It's like, hard. bro, it, remind, you know what it, it reminds you of like Kid Cross, the Tasmaniac, and... Uh, you know uh, that you know it's a Taz. I just saw that on I just saw that on Instagram. I was a handsome guy. Whatever happened to him? I don't know. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he disappeared. Uh, that's funny. Uh, so Starcade. Back to Starcade. So yes, sir. I think that um I think it's I'm with you, bro. I think it's awesome. I think it's cool. I remember watching all those great NWA Starcades. Uh you know I saw a uh, a tweet last night. I can't remember who. Somebody retweeted it from the Coliseum uh, that that tweeted out the card and it had a it felt a little nostalgic. It was kind of cool. I think they have on top in the main event, they have Jinder Mahal versus uh, Nakamura, correct? Yes, in a cage. So there's two cage matches on top. Okay. So I think that's cool. Um, now, I noticed the Rock and Roll Express were listed on there as a mm-hmm. boom, plus another match. They were in there, right? Yeah, the Rock and Roll Express are listed on there, and the Hardys are listed, and they don't have opponents yet. So it makes you kind of go, are they going to pull out some sort of weird dream match for that show? Well, don't forget what happened on Impact Wrestling with the Hardys and Rock and Roll. Remember the gimmick? The the uh, yeah, remember the, what Morton was it called? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. No, what's interesting, <clears throat> what's interesting about it is, uh, as you mentioned yesterday, Cody Rhodes went on Twitter and said, you know, if you're going to use a show that my father created, and obviously Dusty Rhodes was the guy who invented Starcade. He did the he booked the first one and a number of the subsequent ones. He said, how do you not have a Rhodes on the show? How do you not have my brother on? Michael, yeah. Hay- yeah, Michael Hayes, who, of course, is a huge creative force in WWE, turned around and said, you're absolutely right. What are you doing that night? You want to team with him? 
because Cody's not. I know. Cody is the Ring of Honor champion, but he's not signed to any contract for anybody, so he could work. No, but it, it, I have I have something I want to say about that. And you're right. All that happened, and I love I love P.S. I love Michael. Don't get me wrong, but <clears throat> we, he knows there's a great chance he knows he can't get Cody Rhodes on that show. I feel like look, Michael Hayes isn't tweeting that on his own. He's getting <clears throat> the okay from the old man, from Vince or from Hunter or from someone, if he could tweet that, or they're telling him to tweet that. So anybody thinks that P.S. did that on his own, I got news for you. You're, you that's not true. <clears throat> He's not that stupid. He's not in that company that long and been in the business this long for being dumb. Michael Hayes is far from a dumb guy. <clears throat> so that's the first thing. He's not doing that on his own. He's not booking Cody Rhodes, who's not under contract to WWE, um, <clears throat> publicly like that, without getting the okay from someone way above his head. That's yeah, the first thing. In his Second of all, the company. Correct. Thank you. And the other thing is, I think it was a thing like, well, if Cody says he can do it publicly, then we'll book him. Um, but uh, I, I, I think, I think they, they almost didn't. If you're Cody Rhodes, what do you do? They, they turned it on you. And what do you do? You say, well, I have my pride. You're booking me only because I said something. So if I'm Cody, and I, I, I could have contacted Cody. Maybe Cody could have came on the show. But he, I know he's running around busy and he's doing stuff. So I, I don't like to bother people because my show's early. <clears throat> but the thing is this, man. Like, if I'm Cody, I'm going to say, yeah, you know what? If Ring of Honor, I'll talk to Ring of Honor. They're cool with it. Fine. And if Ring of Honor's cool, so I'm sure Ring of Honor would be, there's got to be some parameters. First of all, he ain't doing a job. <laughs> right? You can't <laughs> no, have Cody not. do the job. Right. I ain't doing a job. That's number one. Number two, okay, let me cut a promo and shoot and, and talk about my dad and love I have for my dad and what Starcade meant to my dad and, and, and how you guys didn't want to do the event while he was alive. Because that's, unless Cody's not telling the truth, that's kind of what he said, didn't he? Or, yeah, or his wife and, said and, that. Well, and his wife, his wife Brent, Brent stepped Brent in and said that pretty much bluntly, that they didn't want to do the show when his dad was, when Dusty was alive, and now they want to do the show without giving him credit. That's right. So... I would go the route of, hey, you know what? Hey, if I'm Cody and I'm Ring of Honor, I'm in. I'll do it. No problem. But I'm going out there with the Ring of Honor title. I'm either going to wrestle or just cut a promo, and I ain't doing the job. Yep. I ain't doing the job. And, and this, our guy's not losing, okay? And let me cut a promo and shoot a little bit without burying WWE. You don't need to bury them. And Cody's not an idiot. He's a smart guy. You don't have to do that if you're under their roof. And you got to deal with the locker room. And, you know, your brother still works there. So it could be a pretty cool deal. You know, but they'd have to give some Ring of Honor love, WWE. Well, they have to. As it turns out, the timing of today is interesting because I am scheduled to have ROH's COO, Joe Koff, on PW Insider later today, and I am going mm. to pose him the question as to whether he would allow Cody to do that show. If the, if uh, Dennis the Jones, Dennis Jones, Dennis Jones, Dennis Jones. You notice the plum. The ham, the ham Dennis? <laughs> the ham, yes. Thanks for inviting me to the Yankee game, by the way, buddy. Mike, I didn't know. I didn't know you were a Yankee I, I fan. Mean, I'd love to do the show without preparation too. It'd be awesome. Ooh, wow! Uh, that's a, it, I did all my. Insane. I did all my post-show stuff after the game. I did all the prep work. The run you sheet did, was sent. You did shots, sir. Don't lie to me. Okay, liar, liar. Uh, Forty-six <laughs> waistband pants on fire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being generous. They're fifty twos. You are all man, brother. Um, so, uh, my, uh, Dennis, did you notice how? Did you notice how Mike did the plug of the, the seamlessly? Oh, that was so slick. Bro. I happen no, to have no, on the Ring of no Honor lucha music. No lucha music needed. Uh, it's unbelievable. I do what I can. Now, so tell me about the interview. Yeah. 
interesting postscript on the Cody thing. Matt Hardy went on Twitter late last night and said, if Cody Rhodes is going to come to Starcade, he invites that Cody Rhodes brings the Young Bucks with him so the Young Bucks can wrestle the Hardys. That is tremendous. I did not know that. Yes. Matt is the man. And then Matt now that now Matt might have now Matt might have Matt might have did that on his own. <laughs> that, I believe Matt did that on his own, but Matt very smartly then said he would bring Senor Benjamin and Queen Rebby with him. So that's funny. Um, I love all of this. <laughs> it's well, it, you know what, Mike, and you know this: the business needs this, mm-hmm. and if 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 WWE embraces this, it's even better. Because the WWE, they need to stop acting like nobody else exists in a business. Stop. Triple H fun. gets it. Triple H tries to spread that out. Come on, man. Embrace the fucking industry here. Damn it. Yeah, it's, it's not like they're going to hurt their market share. Because their market share is like 99%. <laughs> exactly. I mean, really, uh, just keep the business rolling. So what? I mean, I'm, I'm not saying you got to have a Ring of Honor guy come in and beat one of your WWE guys. No, I'm not saying that. Have Cody come there, cut a promo, and you obviously have a you're setting the table with Dustin Rhodes. You did something with Dustin. I don't think he should have just been beat last night. You did all the stuff, no paint, no nothing. Here's Dustin Rhodes. The announcers hardly hardly called him Gold Dust, and they beat him anyway. I mean, I so actually, uh, yeah. I actually feel they should have went like. First of all, they shouldn't have beaten Dustin last night. In my in my humble opinion, if they're going to do anything, it should have been like. Justin got so overwhelmed and he got so emotional he got himself disqualified or something. Yes. But yes, I would have went exactly. further. I would have had him natural Dustin Rhodes, the old WCW music, the whole deal. Like I would have no, like, sir. Disagree. You know, I would have went all the way. Disagree. Disagree. Disagreeing with you. Okay. Too early. Too early. Too early. You can't go from black to white that quick. It's transitions. Uh I, I and, and he's not gonna come out like a cowboy. Like useless. So you well, can do the natural that, thing. I, but I mean, just I would have had him be Dustin Rhodes, and if he's if he's Dustin Rhodes, give him the Dustin Rhodes music. That not net, not now. You have next week. They they don't have to do that now. You have the following. It's slow, and that's the right way. I agree with WWE if they're doing it that way. Let him wear the gold dust thing, which he did. No paint. Zip is not all the way up to his neck. Like it's kind of like let him use the gold dust music. He's in transition right now, my friend. I think this works. Well, I hope there's I a follow up, and it's not just something where they start it and then they drop it. And I hope. I hope I'll tell you what I would have done with him. Oh, fine. If you want him to lose to Bray like you did, okay. I don't agree with him losing, but fine. Let him do the job. Let Finn come up on the on the screen. Do all that stuff with Finn. Once Finn gets his last word and the, the building's dark from behind, Dustin hits Bray with a move out of nowhere and just leaves. Okay. And 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 you know someone say, well that 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 confuses the angle with Fr- uh, Finn going into No Mercy or with Bray. It doesn't confuse shit. Okay, it's still you're, you're giving Dustin what we call behind the scenes an exclamation point, and he needed that right there, an exclamation point in the dark. Once Finn's done with his promo, Finn gets his comeuppance on Bray with the promo, and then ba boom in the dark he gets nailed Bray with the spot, and Dustin walks out. It gives Dustin some life. You know what I'm saying? No, it's a great idea. They should. You're absolutely right. They should have done it that way. Okay, uh, what else we got, Mike? We, we, we got to talk impact. I mean, how ridiculous is this? Hold on a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I don't, I don't want to do that right now. I want to ask you a question about Stalky. One more thing okay, about Stalky. Sure. I know it's, are you going to go to the show or you can't because it's the holiday or Thanksgiving? What's that's your a story? hard weekend, man. Like, that's, that's the, that's two days after Thanksgiving. I think yeah. if, it's, if it's not, here's, here's my thing. If I get all excited and I book a plane ticket, I know the second I book that plane ticket, they're going to announce it's a network special. Tremendous. And at that point, it's like, well, I why think, do I need to be there? I have an idea. What's that? I, let me interrupt you, Mike. Let me interrupt you. I have an idea. Okay. I think we should involve the main ham, because you're a ham, Mike. 
Dennis is the big ham, the and then Amaleros. we have the, and then we have a Virginia ham in uh, in Seth. Right. So the I think the, <laughs> the two hams, you and uh, and uh, what's his name, uh, Dennis, okay. you and Dennis should do a grand salami slunker talk, a grand ham salami slunker, a, a, a grand prosciutto salami slunker talk, and drive down to the event. You and Dennis. That's what I think should happen. That's a, that's a lot more Dennis than I could take. Okay, good point. Jesus, that's a... He's right. Oh, right, that is... <laughs> Freezing. I mean, I mean, you realize how many rest stops there are that he's going to want to stop at to get food? No, Mike, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you... I'm going to give you some uh, a little tip on on me road tripping. Buy all your beef jerky ahead of time. I prefer oh, JRs. Yeah, uh, I do too. So buy all that, and then a moth. And then we're on the road. We're only stopping when gas and pee breaks all in one. Boom. What about what? Dennis? If you see a sign that hold on, wait, Mike. What happens? And Dennis, if you see a sign on the road that says "hot cinnamon buns," you'd be like, Mike, pull the car over, hurry up! I would tuck and roll. I like how I like how Dennis is more prepared for this fictional road trip than he is for the actual show. But don't boom, you are correct. Um, <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> okay, let's continue talking about your segment, Mike. So you were saying about something about Impact Wrestling. What right, is it? So the, so the, the Bound for Glory and the, all the TV tapings in November, where they tape like three months worth of TV. It, they are leaving Orlando at least for now, and they're going to tape in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Uh, some interesting mm-hmm. ripple effects here. One, when they sent out the press releases yesterday. The GFW name had dissipated, and they're back to being Impact Wrestling. I did ask uh, several people in that company for an official statement, and they responded with answers to other questions. So I'm guessing they don't want to admit that they've lost the letters, um, because what happened is that alleged merger with GFW, once Jeff Jarrett went on his quote-unquote hint-hint-nudge-nudge indefinite uh, indefinite leave of absence, not a suspension, a leave of absence, uh, the yes. GFW letters, as we learned, uh, they didn't actually own the rights to them, and they had not finished their quote-unquote merger. So it appears that they never will. Um, <laughs> also, uh, Jim Cornette is done with the company. Uh, I spoke with Cornette yesterday, and as he explained, um, he cannot get into Canada. He is banned from our neighbor to the north. The last time he tried to go there was 2010, and he was turned away at the border based upon previous uh, criminal activity uh, related to assaults back in the 80s when he was in the territories and had to defend himself and ended up getting arrested. Oh. Um, so okay. they, they hold a the grudge up there, apparently. Um, yeah, and basically, as he explained it, this is his happy, his happy exit because if he was booked for a date in Florida and they moved it thousands of miles away to another country, he feels he has the right to say, okay, I'm not going. I don't disagree with him. Uh, no, right. especially when he drives everywhere. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about that. He does. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame him one bit. I, you know, let's take a book around that. Then, then fine. Then, then he shouldn't. He's earned that. I mean, uh, many in the industry that are still on camera doing any role for a wrestling company that have have a, a legacy as long as Jim Cornette. You know what? Hey, I'm I'm into that. I believe in that. I believe if someone paid their dues and he did, so so be it. He's right. Yeah, and he, he um, you know, he he said to me yesterday, I spoke to him to get a quote for the site, for PW Insider, he said, uh, when they come to the contiguous 48 states, I will be happy to revisit the booking. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> he's got a way with words, that guy, as you know. No, he's great. Yeah, no, it's yeah. good. So, I mean, uh, I mean, and it's interesting to see how they do, because 
that building they're running, it, it doesn't. Ha- it's not like Universal. There's no infrastructure there. They're going to have to mm-hmm. bring in the lights, the sound. There's no heat in that building. They're going to have to bring in the seating. And they're basically going to tape for six days, including the pay-per-view, uh, in a row in a city where they've never run before. So it, it's going to be interesting to yeah. follow how that goes. Yeah, it will be. Um, so uh, what else is going on, Mike? Anything else uh, going on here? What's going on uh, in the business? <laughs> The other thing, uh, the, the, the new Ric Flair book came out today, the WWE book Second Nature about Rick and Charlotte Flair's careers. That was released okay. today, and uh, I've heard good things about it. I'm going to be reading it today. Um, but, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. The, on SmackDown, I've heard we will have Natalia giving a celebration of women. That there's a segment Excuse with Natalia. Uh, like a Norma Ray? You familiar with Norma Ray? Uh, maybe Norma Ray, maybe Rosie the Riveter. I don't know. Wait a minute. Natalia's going to do a celebration of women. That's what yes. you said? Yes, that's oh what God. I was told. This, this has Vince all over it. Oh, it totally God. has this... Vince all over it. <laughs> and, of this course, is... uh, we'll have the fallout of the Kevin Owens-Vince McMahon angle from last week. Yes. No, it should be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm looking forward yeah. to watching us, SmackDown. And I'm looking forward to uh, possibly having you on the show next week, Mike. Uh, we'll possibly. see uh, how you go. Uh, it all depends on whether I'm on the road or not with Dennis. <sighs> Well, we know you're a ham, and uh, we got to make sure we try to get get your appearances in here. Otherwise, you and about two or three other fans get mad. So, you know, that's the key. All right, Mike, um, anything else you want to say before I let you go? And we're going to get the music queued up, and we're going to go to break. But, Mike, uh, anything else you want to say, my friend? Yes, everybody can check us out at PWInsider.com. They can check us out at PWInsiderElite.com for an ad-free experience with tons of audio, which they can try for three days free at, again, PWInsiderElite.com. And they can follow me at MikePWInsider. I'd like to say thank you on behalf of all my fellow hams. You're the man, Mike. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, on that guys. note, we're going to break here time. on the test. Uh, yeah, Mike. Mike, I'm going to break. Bye-bye. Hang up on Mike. See you, Mike. All right, on that note, we are going to break on the other side of break. And we're still on Facebook Live, buddy. Uh, we'll be back here talking some more Raw uh, and uh, and wrapping the show up here shortly. Get to a few phone calls, and that's that. Be right back. All right, we're back live, guys. Uh, fourth quarter city right here. Taz show, Tuesday edition. Had Mike Johnson on earlier. Thank you, Mike. We get a couple calls here. We're also on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash Taz Show. So just checking out a couple of comments right now. I had some time because I was so busy in the last segment. And I'm going to give you a couple more thoughts on Roy had. Um, so looking at some things here. Some uh, I'm trying to see where that uh, deal was. There was a deal on here. Give me a bet with me. I'm trying to multitask five million things here. Not so uh, I hardly do one thing. Nevertheless, multitask. So I have like five million windows open on my uh, my laptop here, and I'm a very very busy man. That's how I work it here. I don't play games. I'm um, looking at uh, where is it? Oh here, yeah. This guy goes. Uh, oh, this guy's uh, made comments on here before. Uh, usually positive. James Torado Torito said, "What happened to Taylor Hendricks on Indie Indies? Uh, we heard it like three times. Uh, well, what happened to Indie Indies? How about that? That's first of all." Um, uh, so, uh, things on the Tash show change all the time. That's the first thing, James. Um, so I'll explain your free lunch to you. Uh, if you're upset that, uh, someone wasn't on when you wanted them on or a segment's gone or whatever, these things happen, my friend. Okay. And I am also slave to other people's, uh, either their, their scheduling, um, where, uh, 
sometimes within the Indies, that got a little crazy, trying to balance three different professional athletes' schedule. So that got a little crazy. And it also, uh, for me, um, you know, I, I, I felt like, and, and the people behind the scenes, like we were, we were doing Indies for a while. We might bring it back, but we wanted to veer away from it because we were promoting something else at that time. There's only so much time, even though it is 10 hours a week, to do stuff and, and get certain things over that, that my bosses want over and I need to get promoted and that I need to do. So th if that answers your question, it does. Uh, it's kind of vague, but I don't need to tell you everything, and I'm not going to. Sorry, James. It's the way shit goes. Uh, so that's how that works, okay? So, um, you know, uh, it, 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 you know, Dennis, you notice that how uh, some folks, like, they try to book the show? Have you noticed this here? <laughs> Uh, yes, and I can tell you as somebody who tries to help you book the show, it doesn't work for me, and I work with you, below you, and with you, so I can imagine how the fans, how when the fans try and book the show for you, how that goes. Doesn't work. It makes doesn't me feel good. I mean, the, the best job a producer ha can do on this show, and you've done it, Tom did it, Dennis did, uh, Dennis, uh, uh, um, uh, Seth always did it, um, uh, you know, it, it's it, Robbie done it. Um, anybody who stepped in a producer role here is to go with the flow of what I need to do and how I do a show and how we we pre-show and what the bosses want. So you, like all the other producers, have done an excellent job of going with the flow. I think that's a main thing. Plus, obviously, we're in a hunt for a new producer. We know that. So no, I've been. Uh, I didn't know. If, Seth yeah. Seth actually put me in charge of like the interview process, which I thought was very interesting. Hey man, I got a lot on my plate. Can you um, you mind just talking to these guys for a while? They they're big wrestling fans, and I was like, yeah, no problem. So they come in and I'm, and he's they like, start asking he's questions. Like, Dennis, he's like Dennis, just just hire somebody that's that does what you do but better. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna say he's replacing you, but when we find the right guy, you might want to beef up your resume. <laughs> Thanks, pal. <laughs> okay. So uh, anyway, um. I want to talk a little bit about Enzo here real quick. I'm talking about Raw real fast. Um, so some might be thinking, what the hell? I mean, we had Braun beat the shit out of him. Okay, Braun uh, cuts the promo. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Enzo cuts a promo. Braun came out, killed Enzo. And then Neville came out, hit him with the red arrow. You know? Um, and I know tonight on 205 they're doing some kind of a face-off or some kind of a verbal thing. I, it seems, I don't know what they're going to do with, with Enzo and... Um, with Enzo and Neville. Uh, look, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I, it depends what happens tonight, but I, even though that happened last night, I'm still leaning towards you. People might think I'm nuts. I'm still leaning towards the At No Mercy, um, Enzo will be the new Cruiserweight champion. I think Neville's going to lose the title to him. I just do. I really do. You would think, well, they, he's got heat in the locker room. Braun beat him up. They, they killed him. Then the Red Arrow, yeah, that's... That's who this guy is. They're making this guy, Enzo, into a cocky, outlandish, free spirit, crazy son bitch that just does and says what he wants and gets his ass kicked on a regular basis. That's who he is. That's who they made him. That's that and 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 he somehow, some way defies the odds to win matches at times. I just really believe, unless something crazy happens tonight. You know, uh, when they do the interaction with uh, Neville and uh, Enzo, if 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 I would predict if Enzo ends up like beating the snot out of Neville somehow, leaves him laying or whatever, which I would be surprised if they did, 
Then I might go a different way on this. I think the more we see Enzo getting beaten up and beaten down and destroyed, the better chance he will be the new champion. Uh, that That's what I think. Uh, Jordan R. Lee on Facebook Live. What? With a bunch of uh, question marks. Well, I assume he's talking about my last statement. So, what? What'd you say, huh? What? 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 No. Not what. It's, I see. Really? <laughs> what? Uh, what? 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 Huh? What are you fucking crazy? What? That's what what means to me. When you put more than like three exclamation points, that means what are you fucking nuts? You know? What's one of those great words that when you read it, you don't know the context? So I that's I can see your interpretation. What? Matt Facebook Live. Matt Sterling, Facebook Live. Says Enzo needs to do posse. No, sir. He does not. Enzo needs to be alone. Keep him alone, lone wolf, where he gets roughed up, beat up, but he just he still thinks he's the man. It's perfect. It's perfect. He doesn't need people with him. Keep him separate. Jason Maldolino, what? What a question mark. Okay, I'm not going to get into this whole thing because Ryan Benjamin on uh, Facebook Live just had me thinking the Stone Cold what, which I, like, it was cool back in the day, but, like, people that go to live wrestling shows and you still do that, hello, it's kind of old, Okay. Stop with the what. That might be a word that's back here. Michael Nelson, Enzo has heat backstage. Heat, baby. Okay, Mike. It's not in caps, Dennis. Oh, boy. Uh, poor Michael. Poor guy obviously hasn't listened to watch the tag show. Doesn't understand my thoughts and opinions on the whole heat backstage thing. Homeboy's on TV, bro. He ain't got no heat with the right guy named Vince or Triple H or Stephanie. He's got heat with wrestlers. Wrestlers sometimes get jealous of each other, okay, and they create some kind of a subterfuge. It happens. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Michael Nelson. Michael Nelson. First time watching. Sorry. Haha. -ha. No problem, Mike. What? I kid. Um, gotta give it a break. First time, long time watcher. Now that's the new thing. Uh, what else we got? Uh, trying to see what else. Is there anything else in Royal I need to talk about? Is there anything that jumped out? So I do want to, you know, get into a little bit of a Dallas Cowboy chat. I mean, a New York Giant chatter. Um, okay, so I, I, I said at the top of the show, I was looking at my cheat sheet here. I, mean, I'm, I said at the top of the show about um, Miz taking the bull by the horns, getting a chance to lead the charge because Cena was not there and because Brock Lesnar was not there. So it was nice for the IC title to get that push um, it, it, as a whole. You know what I mean? It was nice for that. Um, Jason Jordan won the, the gimmick match, the, the six-pack challenge, and now he gets a shot for the IC title. Uh, I gave a lot of thoughts. If you're just jumping on live on Facebook Live or on the Radio.com app right now, go back, listen to the podcast of today's show, or watch the video on demand of today's show. I give full detail and thoughts and opinions unfiltered on Jason Jordan unfiltered on on how they should use him not necessarily on the on the person himself i didn't attack him personally but uh it was definitely unfiltered uh, you agree with that right uh and and uh, video producer and you agree with that it was unfiltered for sure right extremely unfiltered thanks Ant. <laughs> uh. 
Ant, hey, Ant, get him back. Ant, Ant. What's up, boss? Are you mad at me or something? You pissed at me about something? No. I, I really didn't know what to follow up with. And then, like, I was expecting to get potted down, and then I heard my own breath, and then I was like, oh, I'm already into this too deep. All right. See you later. All right. So, um, I thought it was going to be better than that. It wasn't. <laughs> hey, yeah, one more thing. <laughs> What's up? When you're on a show, your mom happy when you're on a show? <laughs> my, my mom's just happy I have a job. <laughs> Goal! <laughs> Goal! Oh, I'm just a loser. You're the man, man. Thank you, man. Yeah. I literally could just like. About two, I could like do a finger painting right now. My mom would be like, that's wonderful. Uh, She's super supportive. That, that's, uh, yeah, I think my mom is more like Dennis's mom, to be honest with you. I'm very happy with Seaman. You messed up. Oh. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I could ask, so ladies and gentlemen, I'll bring you behind the scenes. I could ask Dennis Jones, the uh, biz dev guy, audio producer of the show, I could ask him for any type of audio or some kind of a mixed thing or an open or some shit, and it will take weeks. It's like ordering something from Taiwan. I mean, so it, it's... It'll take him weeks to get done. But if it's something with his grab-ass buddy, Anthony, where he can make fun of him, oh, done deal. You work lightning quick. Yes, well played, my friend, well played. I'm a mark. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. And you know what? Uh, 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 no, no, let's see if Anthony off the show. Just get pissed. Oh. Uh, He's got no platform. He's angry. Great. Uh, 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 Jordan R. Lee, uh, Jason Jordan needs to lose at no mercy and snap, then snap someone's ankle. Bad temper, Jones. Yeah, I talked a little bit about this earlier. I, I, I yeah, they could go that route, and that's fine. He's got the temper, temper, temper. That's what they're pushing. I talked about that earlier, and I have no problem if they do that. I would have. This is, I would have went a little bit different with this, I, like I said earlier, where he's entitled, where he's just, he's more sarcastic. I wouldn't go to temper thing too much. I, you can do both, where he's entitled, he's a wise-ass kid of this newer generation, and he feels like the world owes him something, including his dad, owes him something, and the fans, everybody owes him something, but yet he does have that bad temper too. I think that adds another layer of element to who his character is and more depth to who he is or who he can be. Um, I don't think they're going to go that route. I hope they do because it would be really good for Jason Jordan. Uh, I feel bad for any male or female performer, no matter if you're a wrestler or a comedian or whatever, that's performing in front of a live audience and they get a cricket reaction like that. And they're not getting, And this happens to this poor kid a lot. Um, I think and it's not Jason Jordan's fault. They, they just cannot um, book him like, like he's angry when he comes out angry it just doesn't feel right it feels forced he's I don't know if it's just that he's too good looking of a guy and when his facial expressions doesn't seem angry to me I, it's not intimidating you know because he's he's a handsome guy he's in great shape and you could go the other route with him it's so simple cocky swami entitled 
sarcastic douchebag. Simple. Girls, everything. Have it that he's hanging out with chicks. He's hanging out. He's partying too much. And Kurt's, like, concerned. Kurt's upset over it. You know? I do something like that. I mean, do something like that. Brian Farina schnitz. He said, we don't need a Kurt clone. I agree. I completely agree. I completely agree. So, you know, it's like you get no reaction, man. It's a bitch. It's a bitch. I, I, I had that early in my career before I was like on TV, TV. Like, you know, when you're coming up and you're working in high school gyms and church basements and all this kind of crap as a wrestler, you know, and no one knows yet it's happens. But I, I've been fortunate enough to have and I'm not bragging, it's going to sound braggadocious, but have a little bit of connectivity to the audience even early in my career where I could get some kind of reaction, you know. Um, but, I, you know, sometimes all of that TV exposure can hurt someone if it's not used right. I had no TV exposure. So I was just a raw guy walking out there, you know what I mean, a raw talent. Uh, let's go to uh, down to Florida. Sensei Sam, uh, you are on the Taz Show. What's going on, man? Good moments, Taz. How are you? I'm fine, sir. How are you doing? How's Lumberjack? And okay, how's Ant doing? I guess they're okay. I guess they're okay. How can I help you, big man? Well, I wanted to, first of all, tell you, uh, you know, I'm glad to see you're getting um, well with the hand and this is full motion, Jones. Yes. And uh, so hope it gets better and keeps. It's not full power. It's not full power yet. It's not full power yet, but it's full motion. Like, I can't move my index finger over down my thumb. I can't go all the way in. But. It's getting there. It's going to take some months, but it'll be, it'll be okay. I've got more. I have a little bit less numbness in my right arm. The surgery helped that part so far, but we'll see as time goes on if I get full power in my hand and my forearm. My neck is a little bit looser, so it did help a little bit. I'm, 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 I'm delighted to hear that. You know, it's, it's something called getting older with age, and we have to adjust our training regimens for our age. Yes, and I have a very full bump card. That doesn't help. <laughs> That's right. Right, so I just wanted to uh, hear your thoughts on uh, what looked to me like, and it's been rumbled about through the social media and everywhere else, about Bailey's Madoff turn, Markology Jones. Right, and, uh, very well, well done, well done, yes. Yeah, and, um, you know, actually the uh, Michael Cole last night said a dirty move by Bailey and Sasha, and I know they do the slow cooking there, with yeah. the, you know, little terms they use, but that's like the first time I actually heard anybody or a commentator say anything like with the word dirty with Bailey right. in the same sentence. Uh, I agree. I mean, it's a good observation by you. And thank you, Sensei Sam, for calling. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, it's a good observation for sure. You know, I mean, I, I think a heel term would be great, um, you know, for her because she's always been the girl next door gimmick and she does a great job of it. It's so hard not to like her. I just think that you have to, um, if she's going to be a heel, I mean, you know, if you're going to do that with her, she's got to be a straight bitch. I mean, I'm talking about you got to go Alexa Bliss-esque, like that style. I mean, she's got to really, you know, this girl, has, she's beloved by so many kids and people and stuff. It's a tough thing. They're, are they at the point of no return that they can't turn her? No, I don't think that's the case. That's an extreme thought. <laughs> but I do think that it's, um, you know, if you're going to turn out, you can't do halfway Jones with this, which they do with a lot of talents, where there's a plethora of gray area in a lot of these talents. Uh, Daniel Skykes says, can De Bailey get over as a heel? Yes, I agree. You know why? I'll teach you something, Dan. It's the reason why the reason why she can get over as a heel is because she did something that's harder. This is free education for you people. 
she got over as a baby face. Yes, sir. That's harder than getting over as a heel. So now once you're over as a baby face, it's a layup to be a heel. Are you kidding me? Easy. It's very easy. Going the other way is a little tougher. You know, I've done it. So I kind of speak from experience here, you know. So uh, so that's the deal on that. Let's go. Uh, let's go down. Where are we going there? We're going out to California. Oh, yeah. We're going back to Cali. Uh, we're talking to Garrick in California. What's going on, man? Hey, Eric. Ole, que pasa, papi, don papi. <laughs> uh, hello, sir. Good day, good day. Hey, good day. Uh, just want to put you over a little bit before I ask my question. Um, yeah, love the Taz Talk IG app. I love the little, you know, Thanks. fashionista you are with the cigar gimmick, so keep up the good work. Yeah. Take, take care uh-huh. of that dead, that dead hand you got going on. Great to hear you back Thanks. in the studio, sir. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. What else is up? Oh, um, well, I know you have like certain correspondents for NFL teams throughout the throughout Taz Nation, and uh, I kind of want to stick my nose into what's called the Lou Sass Invitational Fantasy Football League. And, Talk to uh, me about it. Yes, that's the league of the show. Yes, go ahead. Yes, sir. So I know my outsider coming in on this, but I just have to give you fair warning. Um, I think. The league, the league owners should vote out John Cena. And I'm going to oh, tell you why. Why? 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 Well, I'm a big fantasy football guy, and yeah. anyone who gets negative points in a game is just not trying. Now, you have guys who don't show up to owners' meetings, guys who don't set their lineup, and guys who just quit without trying, and they end up Hold on, Garrick. Garrick, what about, what about, Garrick, what about guys who do auto-pick? How about those guys? Hey, Cheyenne's a good man. He let me through this line three times, so I'm putting over Cheyenne, man. Listen, that's Cowboy inside term Jones. That's Garrick. That's annoying me, Garrick. Okay, you don't you don't have the right to use inside terms. <laughs> Protect gimmicks because that's annoying. That's number one. Number two, uh, no, he did auto-pick. Just because he gets you through the show as the call screener does not mean that he does the right thing with fantasy football. Come on, you're a fantasy football guy. Answer the question, guy. honestly. This is why John Cena needs to go. He's going to end up compromising the whole integrity of Lou Sass Invitational. Guys like him don't have time to set lineups and to be competitive. Everyone gets a free day when they play Cena. So, But what about I, your friend Cowboy? You called Cheyenne. You blew me off. He didn't set a lineup. He just does auto-pick. <laughs> you don't need John Cena in the league, Taz. You're over you don't need Cena to what? make it viable. You don't need him. Okay, I need the I need the vice. Hold on, I need the vice president of the Lusas Invitational to jump in here, and that's Dennis Jones. Uh, and I actually need Anthony jumping on here, audio wise. I look, you hear this guy say he's blowing off the whole cowboy thing here. I mean, I don't, he's just railing on John Cena, who I like Cena in the league because it's an easy win for all of us. Everyone I mean, loves so Cena please. In the, league. the name is awesome to have John Cena in your league. He's not doing you a service. He's he's bringing down the integrity of the league, sir. So is Cowboy. He did auto pick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, really bringing Dennis. down the league is the New York Giants. I ha- I'll have to see you guys later. <laughs> Take care, Gary. Uh, guys over here putting over. He's, 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 what a Cowboy's great buddy on the show now. I, no, that's that Cowboy's friend inside number Jones. Give me a break. It's like his friend's calling. The oh, Cowboy man. probably left already. He only works half a day. So he probably left. But I'm just saying, like, really? Like, this guy's going to – he kept trying to get away from me talking about Cowboy, and he's burying Cena. You notice that? 
I absolutely noticed that Garrick was uh, he was very sly in dodging the questions. Yeah, not sly. He sucked at it. Okay, he wasn't sly at it. He actually was bad at it. Okay, that's the truth. What do you think, Dennis and Anthony? Before I wrap here, and I got other shit to do, we're gonna get the fifth quarter, unfortunately, because this guy's threw me off. Do you think that Cena should be out of the league? Absolutely not. He uh, look, we extended the invite. He accepted. What he does from there is his business. Yeah, maybe the integrity is compromised, but you know we don't see John. It's like we deal with you. Like if if it was me doing it, you could you could face to face be like, "Yo, dude, cut the stuff." Like you're acting like an idiot. How do we deal with John? You can't. You just got to let him. He's he's making a mockery of Lucette. I don't even think he is. Okay, and enough of you, Dennis. You get me sick too. And what about you? What's your thoughts on this? I think we shouldn't kill the guy for having his own strategy. It's not working, but what happens if he wins this week? You know, what if Kaepernick gets signed and the Jets' defense scores like 30 points? Good point. Then it's going to be a joke on us. No, you're right. I say he stays in the league. I say he throw Cowboy out of the league. That's what I say. And Um, crime, Brian. Yeah. 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 Cowboy's claiming he's not friends with that guy, like, personally. I don't know. I think maybe it's related to him or something. Uh, last call of the day, Joe in Massachusetts. Joe, what do you say to Hey, Taz. Good moment. How's it going? How you doing, bud? Good, good. Just want to talk a little big brother with you. Yes, sir. Go for it. Definitely. I just want to say, with Paul's game this season, I think it's anybody who doesn't agree that he should win the game this year just doesn't really know about Big Brother. Just he's played the game very well. Just because he's played mm. a dirty game doesn't mean he doesn't deserve to win. That's the way I see I, it. Look, Joe, look, I look, we're on you and I, we're gonna we're gonna disagree on this a little bit. I, I I see a lot of your points on this. I do. And um my wife she's not a fan of Paul, but she would kind of agree the same thing. He played the better game. I kind of I understand it's a game. I understand it's a game about lying. I know that. And it's a dirty game at times. Dude, He here's my biggest problem with him. That the show let him come in and just take over. And he had full Jones experience from last year all the way to the end that he lost. But he had so much experience. I'm not a fan of them doing that anyway. I feel it's a disadvantage to the other house guests. That's I, the first thing. I agree thing. with that as well. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, you know. But I, look, it'd be hard for me to argue that he... He's look. It's obvious he's running the game. He's been running the game for, from day one in that house. Number one. Number two. Is he playing a very intelligent game? Absolutely. Is he dealing with a bunch of mocks that are around him? Yes. They're fanboys and girls of him. That's why they listen to him. And and okay. So then someone say, Well, Taz, and you might say this, Joe. Well, how do we throw a flag on him if he's if these people are dumb enough to mock out for him and and cost them all five hundred thousand dollars? Then he should win. I guess in that part of it. You know, uh, I, I guess he should win. The, the part of me that likes baby faces or heels, he's a heel, a sneaky, dirty heel, and, and it's I, – I, I just don't want to see him have the fu- – look, did he play the best game, Joe? Yes. He outplayed everyone. I guess the the part of me that doesn't want to see him walk away with 500 grand because he, he had full year advantage last year of that, that's why I don't want him to win. And it's dirty, yeah. very dirty, and, and, and that's the only I – mean, I guess it's just my own personal agenda with him. That's that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. No, I get that 100%, because I agree with you on that, that people that have an advantage playing the game before shouldn't be back in the game. I don't think that that's Absolutely. allowed. But Yep. 
But, hey, Joe, there's still a, believe it or not, as you know, there's a slim chance he might not win this game. I mean, not just be involved. He I, might I not go to the final two. Yeah, I don't go think ahead. he's go- If he goes to the final two, I don't think he's going to win. I think he should, hey, hey. but I don't think he's going to. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. I think because some of those people in that jury house are going to say, look at Look at this guy had a chance last year to do this. Now he's going to get a second chance and win. Come on. Exactly. You know, it's like, go ahead. Yeah. No, you yeah, go ahead. You like, go ahead. It's like season 14. I, I know you've been watching for a while. They brought uh, a bunch of the old people back in season 14 as well. And Dan made it. He won season 10. He made it all the way yeah. to the final two. But the jury was so bitter with how he played his game because he played a dirtier game that season that they voted for Ian to win over Dan. You're right about that, Joe. Good point on that. And enjoy the finale on Thursday, my friend. And thank you for calling, Joe. I appreciate you very much. Uh, very kind of you. Uh, I can talk about a potpourri of things here. Entertainment, uh, sports, it doesn't matter. And speaking of sports, football is a sport. And the New York Giants lost yesterday to the Detroit Lions, and I predicted this. We're in fifth quarter right now. Uh, I did predict the loss. Um, Dennis, you uh, acted like a big shit on the show yesterday. I was in the gimmick clubhouse. You act like a hot shot. And, um, you know, and I told you on Friday they would lose. Uh, I, 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 did I not tell you? I, a caller called. I said the Lions are going to win the game. Did I not say that? You did say that, yes. Golden Tate did shit. Um, you realize that, right? Like, uh, for my fantasy, like, he was supposed to get, like, 20 points. He got, like, not, he didn't do nothing. Got, like, 6.5 or something like that. Sucks. I lost the freaking video of Brian, right? I didn't look at it. Crying Brian. That's what I meant. Same guy. At the end of the day, one's taller. That's all. Yeah, he beat me 129 to fucking 101. Prick. Damn it. I hate losing. Anyway, speaking of losing, so your Giants lost. Now, I would never rub it in your face. That's not my style. But only because I'm not a Jet fan anymore, as you know. I don't like the, that you called the Jets a JV team and you shit on my Bills winning two the Jets week one, but we were in first place in AFC East. We were in first place. So my team's one and one. Your team's uh own two. Uh Anthony's team, what are you guys? One and one, two the Broncos or what or two, two, two and oh. What do you what's the Broncos? Two and oh. By the way, uh one more thing. No, I don't need to hear from Anthony. Uh by the way, Dennis, uh the other thing I want to tell you. Uh on the air, uh curtain pullback. When you do the run sheet, <clears throat> why do I need stats? And whenever you mention the Broncos, you call them Anthony's team or Anthony's Broncos. Why do you do that? I don't know. I just, I, Ants Broncos. It just flows, I feel I like. I know why you do that. No, I know why. Because you are grab ass, buddy, buddy with your boy. And when I'm not there, you guys run around like the, like the, like the, the, the teacher's not in school today. We can run around the classroom and act like idiots. Oh, look, we're throwing stuff at the chalkboard. Oh, I know what goes on. The, the, the happiness that's there when I'm not there is phenomenal. I know it. And I don't care. That's fine. You guys oh. want to act like babies? That's your problem. That's not true. At all, where we miss you. Good comeback, very good comeback. Um, here's the thing, and stop telling me you miss me. I hate that. Okay, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. You took a shot at my audience. You took a shot at my audience. When you done? Today, earlier. You had the crew take a shot at them about go ahead, and you said you go ahead make fun of me because the Giants last. The the, the, the giant uh, the Taz Show fans gonna attack like all the Dallas Cowboy fans or you know maybe Jeff fan and nobody. Nobody said nothing to you. Nobody disrespected you. Nobody attacked you. So you need to stop attacking people's teams in this NFL stuff. I'm telling you that right now. I have no problem. Look, I don't attack people's teams. I, 
You thought that I attacked your bills. I congratulated you on a win. A win is a win in the NFL, and that's not easy to come by. But the Jets are a joke of a team, and it, for anyone to think otherwise, you're just you're blind. You're either Fireman Ed or just a complete Jet moron. The Jets are an absolute dumpster fire. The Giants are wow. in bad shape, but the I'd much rather be a Giants fan than a Jets fan today. That's for sure. The Giants, the Giants are no better. Come on, You'll the be Giants are certainly the better. Stop the shit. Stop. Come on, you're out of your mind. Jeremy Bailey, Facebook Live. Four more weeks till Eli retires. That's exactly right. He understands what I said, dude. It's coming. The guy can't fall. He can't fall completion. Come on. Can't stay like, upright. Offensive line is uh, terrible. Look, most teams have shitty offensive lines. Look, Eli yesterday, I'm exaggerating, he can't complete a pass. I, I, that's an exaggeration. He was 22 of 32, 239 yards, uh, one touchdown, one interception. You know, uh, this Matthew Stra Stafford, Stafford, Stafford uh, really growing on me. I liked him when he played over with the Bulldogs of Georgia. Then I kind of fell out of touch with him. Uh, my man, uh, Abdullah, uh, my, my Husker from Nebraska, he had 86 yards. I, I should have put him in my fantasy for that team, but I did not. Uh, how about your boy Beckham? 36 yards, whopping 36 yards. Uh, OBJ did the J-O-B. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So uh, you talk all that smack. You act like, oh, well, once, all, once Beckham's back, oh, we're going to kick ass. Oh, oh we're going to kick. Just shut up. Stop it. Still a long season. There's 14 games left. I'm not. I'm not panicking yet. It's not looking good, but I'm not panicking. Hey, I'm a, hey, genius. I'm a Met fan. Okay? Me and Anthony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Me and Anthony were Say saying no more. that. Remember, it wasn't too long ago. We were saying, ah, it's still early. Remember that, Ant? Yeah, we were going to win the World Series in May. Yeah. Remember that? We were like, ah, we got time. Don't worry. The whole roster's injured. We'll be fine. It's early. Yeah. That's what the Giant fans are saying right now. That's what they're saying. Look, I'll be the first one to admit it. They they come out of this slump that they're in, no problem. Look, your boy, uh, your boy from the Yankees, uh, big giant man Jones, he Aaron Judge, he came out of the slump. Finally, it only took him, I don't know, three months. He's out. The season's almost over, but he's out. Got playoffs, man. He's hot in time for playoffs. That's what matters. That's what matters. He sucked after the all-star break. I told you he would suck. Uh too many home runs in the home run derby. I called it like I, I always call. I predict sports, and I'm predicting Eli will not finish this season for the New York Giants as the the New Jersey Giants as the quarterback. It ain't happening. Something, and I don't want to see the guy get hurt. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not hoping that. Something. He's gonna get benched. He's gonna retire. Something's gonna happen, bro. He actually might get benched. McAdoo. I was listening on the way in. McAdoo mm -hmm. was he threw Eli under the bus bad in the press conference yesterday. Yep. That's, sometimes you have to do that. Uh, do we have the sound, the audio for that? Nah. Ooh. No. no, but we have the sound of uh, of Anthony saying all the stuff he said. But we don't have the sound for the Giants coach burying Eli Manning. I got you. Just want to make sure that my audience sees the agenda that you have and why I get mad at you. So when you're fired, you know why. And when I have a meeting with Seth about this, You'll know what what's going to go down. Okay. I mean, do you want to hear it? Yeah. All right. I can but it should it. be prepared. It should be done, sir. It should be done. It shouldn't be you with this dumbfounded look on your face, like like you're looking at a menu uh, at a wings place. 
<laughs> I, I'm never dumbfounded when I'm at a wings place. You're like on point. All right, I want this. I want that. I want the sess. I want the teriyaki. Yeah, yeah. Very. very I, I get in there. Two minutes to order. I want my wings in 12 minutes tops. Structured Jones. No playing around. You go in. You know right away what you want. You're done. I got it. Okay, let's play the McAdoo audio in three, two, one, go. That's what happened on the uh, sloppy quarterback play. Ooh. Quarterback and a center need to be on the same page there. We got to get the ball snapped. Because oh, we have a veteran quarterback who's played a lot of football. I expect us to get the ball snapped. <laughs> Usually the, the clock goes from uh, three, two, one, zero. Once it hits zero, they, they look at the ball, look at the clock. Usually have a tick once it hits zero to get the ball snapped. Damn. Holy Shit, dude, I didn't know it was that bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, not, not good. <laughs> okay. Obviously, Coach Macaroon listens to the Taz show or watches it. He's probably doing it on the Radio.com app that works now. Yes. Uh, wow. Burial City. Man, I thought I'd bury my producers on the air. Jeez, that guy, that's worse than me. No, you give compliments compared to what that was. Dude, I, that was Stiff City right there. Holy crap, Ola. Wow. Yeah, bro. He's got another week. Who, who are you guys playing next? The Eagles. Must oh, win. You're doing it. Yeah, just not like that's a little bit of an NFC uh, East rivalry. Nah. Um, At yeah, the no, link, no. You're going to have a problem. Oh, that tight end, my boy Ertz. Oh, he's going to have 120 yards. Oh. <laughs> Ertz. It's happening, dude. It's Ertz happening. so good. Come on, baby. Fly like an eagle <laughs> through the sea. Fly like an eagle, let my spirits travel me. I fucked up the words of the song. You know the words of that song? Fly right into the future. I'm gonna fly like an eagle. And meanwhile, it's like, what is this song? And you don't even know that song, do you? What? I've seen Space Jam. Of course I know that song. <laughs> Go! Okay, yeah. <laughs> go! Ah, da, 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 da. Oh, don't, don't, don't make me laugh. Don't, don't, don't. Don't, Dennis. Don't. Please. And he comes down the pitch, Taz shoots, he's scored! Da, 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 who, football? Football, football. Football, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eli Manning, after that burial by Macaroon. Oh, Lordy B. It is over. And you got a guy like Macaroon talking shit about you with that haircut. Um, and the way he looks, that sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> He's got the porn star mustache. <laughs> he looks Jones. like a used car salesman. Yeah, a bad one. Um, yeah, are there any no, good does. ones? And, <laughs> and you got them burying. Well, the ones that are good ones are called pre-owned. Yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> that's true. No, but uh, right now, people like I love when he interacts with his producers. It's so fun. Um, yeah, uh, Macaroon uh, definitely uh, buried. Buried, Eli. Well, the, the guy don't wear his hot jacket right. He wears the zipper. He's wearing it like a collar. He does the shit on purpose. I, I really think he tries to look like a, like a schmuck on purpose. I'm not kidding you. That's the old, uh, that's that's the Belichick move. 
Oh, stop, please. Don't. Why would you say that name? God. I mean, doesn't he look homeless all the time? Why? Why? You're doing it on purpose, right? You got to be a wise because I'm railing on you, Giants. You got to just mention <laughs> that club. Okay? You got to stop. Stop. Okay? Stop. We're going to stop in the show. Stop it. Okay, we're done here. We are done. Uh, tonight's going to be an interesting SmackDown. SmackDown. So I'll give you a quick little uh, preview what they got going on. Obviously, we're going to find out the fallout here of what the deal is with the whole, you know, Shane McMahon. Is he going to attack Kevin Owens? Is he not? I'll give you a quick prediction real fast on the out. I think what I would do is have Kevin Owens beat up Shane McMahon worse than he beat up Vince. I would flip the table and have somehow where Shane arrives pissed and he gets blindsided in the parking lot or something, attacked by uh, freaking uh, 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 by Kevin Owens in Oakland and have Marshawn Lynch in the audience dance. On that note, uh, listen to the podcast version of the show a little while or drop or the VOD. Everybody on the Taz Show here, I appreciate you. We appreciate you. Thanks for interacting with the show. All right, talk to you guys tomorrow. I'm Taz, you're not. Adios. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same because we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids' meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, because all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. To go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let you go.